On Second Shot, we tackle two new headlines every week to find out what kind of wisdom the world is dishing out today. And we want you to be a part of that. When you see a headline you want to take a second shot at, or if you're looking for advice, or just want to tell us what you think of the show, email us at secondshotcast at gmail.com. If you like what you hear, rate us on iTunes. This helps us move up in the ratings so more people will see us. And if you want to hear more, subscribe to the show so that the new episodes will get straight to you every single Friday. We love you. Thanks for listening and enjoy. Heath Oaks is a millennial mogul whose ignorance on fire led him to fail his way to success. Jenny Anchando is an Emmy award-winning journalist whose sharp eye and biting wit have led to her storied career in television. Together, they tackle today's headlines in a way only an odd couple with a dash of perfect opposite can. So kick back, relax, and join the conversation. This is Second Shot with your hosts, Heath and Jenny. I really thought I'd be welcome back with open arms. Like, good to see you. No, getting my wife's bossing me around already. Hurry up. We need to move. Well, I am a woman <laughs> on a schedule with a mission. It's going to sure. go perfect with our topic today, right? It is, well, yeah, I'm just trying to impress our <laughs> oh, guests. I'm oh. trying to seem on top of things. We got Jenny, which I'm not. <laughs> Zach, and Matt, as hey. always. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. How is everybody? Great. Good. Um, I'm glad Heath is back. We were without him for two episodes, so I hope we didn't miss too you know, She needed lose somebody to boss around. Yeah, so I was like, come on back. <laughs> we also have Katrina Teeple today, the guest who I was trying the last name to again? impress. Teeple, T-E-E-P-L-E, yeah, correct? Yeah, say it five times. I know. I know. Is, yeah. A lot of people say, oh, hello, Mrs. Peoples, to me. <laughs> yeah. So it oh. was... It was a, you know, it's my husband's last name, but yeah. I'm embracing it full force <laughs> for the last 10 years. <laughs> as you should. Yeah. As you should. Jenny, Jenny thought that when she got married, you know, because obviously people trying to spell in Chondo, mm-hmm. you know, something yes. she said, she's like, oh, good thing is I'll get your last name with that. And then she's like, oh my God, everybody misspells your last name. I'm like, yep. Yes. Because it's O-A-K-E-S, not O-A-K-S. So, yeah, and Chondo's almost easier. Yeah. It's, like, more phonetic. It's, yeah. you know, A-N-C-H-O-N-D-O. And it's also a beautiful last name. It is. Thank you. Yes. You know, it's Oaks melodic. is pretty pretty, too. Hold on a second. <laughs> well, Whoa. I, I yeah. do have the benefit. I kind of like that I, I wanted to be traditional with, the, you know, and take his last name. But I also kind of like that I had my career name for however many years. Yeah. And so then I still get to keep that a little bit, like, in my professional world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the E-S is annoying to have to spell over and over when people misspell it over and over. I know. Struggle's real. First word problems. real. I am excited to introduce you guys to our guest. So we introduced her a little bit, but you've got to know like the full background on her career. So Katrina is the founder of a company called Operation Organization. I came across her when I was shooting a video project and we were talking about closet organization. I, I became so fascinated by her method, her systems, and, and being like in her actual home. She let us shoot in her home and seeing that, oh my gosh, she has two children. She has chickens. She made me <laughs> coffee and it was organic and it was ground. It was perfect. And it, it was really lovely, but she didn't have that aura of, I'm so organized and perfect. Look at me go. She had the aura of, I want to help and teach people. So that's why we brought her on the podcast. So she actually moved to Dallas a couple of years ago. She splits her time between LA, New Orleans, and Dallas. Um, she started this business in 2005, and we have a lot of people who do the side hustle. So I want you guys to hear that she kind of lived the life of the side hustle. Now this is definitely her you know, full-time thing. She speaks on it. She's got a team, people who work for her. Um, but she has this message that you, know, you don't have to have it all figured out before you start. So I like that. Um, And I want you to think about this as we go into this episode. Think about how it would feel to have clutter-free counters, 
color-coded closets and a parkable garage. <laughs> the holy grail. Maybe you're looking to bring your email inbox down to zero and set up a sustainable filing system. So that's the promise from her website. That's also gonna be kind of like the promise of this episode today. And we're gonna talk about decluttering your inbox and to-do list management. Jenny. She I just your, gave me such a great introduction. Should I, should I be your agent? I'm like, who is this person? <laughs> Thank you. That well, that makes me feel so um, so so understood. Thank you. I, and I really um, I want people to know that you don't have to have it all perfect, and life doesn't have to be rigid to be organized. Um, it's a constant uh, readjustment, and it's more about just having the goal of order and simplicity with um, arranging your life to match that goal. And that's that's really what it is. And it's organic process that you can change and tweak and you know make work for your lifestyle. Would you say that um, a, a deal with the closet would be if somebody constantly breaks closet rods that they may have overloaded and may need to organize their closet. I don't I'm think not we're saying here I know anybody who does people. that for sure. <laughs> Do you have plastic hangers? No. Metal. Wait, yes. they, metal ones have bent. Ah, from the dry cleaners? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. From we, her it's overloading me. It's me. them. It's, I have a problem, which is probably why I was uh, attracted to doing these segments. <laughs> Do you have more than one garment on a uh, hanger? I don't know what's going on in my closet. It's a major, major problem. I went problem. and got one that was, I, I got No, he's I talking about now, the rod. Like I the, rod the rods broke. Oh, Like I had too many you. things on oh, it. Oh, oh, yeah, and now, yeah, yeah. And now I've got these big ones, big rods that are like massive. Okay. And like they've held up. Steel. They're big well, steel. Well, let me tell you my one little tip, and I did tell this to Jenny when she was at my house. Yeah is that you want to make sure that you can put one finger between each hanger and then that way you know you don't have as many clothes does that make sense so like put your yeah. finger between each hanger and so they're all spaced out a little bit yeah but what does that mean you can like <laughs> it means I, you can go for it right you can like really jab at it and get a finger between clothes like you mean just like casually well they should just like bunch up to yeah. one side right i think it means like the heat stuff has to move to the guest room and then i'm i have my, mine has you're right you're right you mine, kind of mine has already okay so let's get into <laughs> let's get into decluttering your inbox yes um, but, but why is this important too decluttering your inbox yeah i mean how many yeah. people get overwhelmed with oh, it oh gosh yeah i mean today's the day of you know email and now you know messages too just like any type of i think we're gonna be talking about email inboxes but just think about how many inboxes we actually have we have facebook message inboxes we have instagram message inboxes we have next door apps uh yeah. you know mm -hmm. inboxes we you know we have so many things and um so if we can keep our email under control because that really is our main form of communication you know that's the more professional type i guess for whether you're in business or you're communicating with a group of moms um it, things can get missed and things can get overwhelming so many times everybody asks you for your email now and so when you give your email it's sold and then you know it you get just inundated with lots of spam as well and so yeah keeping on top of email um is really life-changing i think because you know think about it like most people if you look at like the little um red dot on their iPhone, you know, yeah. when you look at their little app, it says, um, oh, it no. usually says thousands in the thousands. What are you at over there? Zero. Zero. Wow. He's so never have it. He, he doesn't. Impressed. 
I have 136. That's so, that's so much better than most people. You know, that really, oh. really is. See, babe, I'm not that bad. <laughs> but, but also, it's not about just like your new messages. We're going to talk about organizing your inbox so that you can actually get to a concept called um, inbox zero, where it means like nothing, not even unread messages are hanging out in your inbox. Hmm. So, um, yeah. Okay. So let's get going. So I know that one of the things you say is to change your mindset about your email in general. Yeah. So, um, the thing that can help people take on new habits with email is to think about your, um, in your email inbox as a place where new mail is received. And that's really it. It's not a like a storage locker to keep old mail that you already read or email that you don't feel like dealing with. It's really a place that, you know, a new message is received and then you do something with that message. And so a lot of times it's overwhelming to take on this thought that I'm talking about right now because people go, oh, well, Katrina, you don't understand. Like I get 200 emails a day or Katrina, you don't understand. I've got 55,000 emails in my inbox, you know. Um, well, I get it. Most of my clients do when I consult with them. And uh, what you want to do is this first little step. Should I talk okay. about that? Yes, yes. The, the, the new folder. Yes, yes. So, mm. you know, whatever email um, ser- service you're using, whether it's Gmail or Hotmail, please don't tell me you're using AOL.com because then I know your age. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Calling me out over here. <laughs> Stop it. I'm really not going to lie. Like some on resumes that I get, when I get those ones that come in, it's like Sarah too hot for you at, at, at AOL.com. <laughs> yeah. Like seriously, these people still have these. At least get a Gmail account. Right. Yeah, they're free. Get rid of, it's free. Get get rid of that. I don't know how to back, set up forwarding. That's yeah, like back in that. You can. You go into the settings. So, for, I mean, let's just side note really quick. Like, if you do have, like, a Hotmail or one of those older emails, or if you have more than one email account, try to just have one email account or just have business and personal. Um, that's kind of step one because so many times people, oh, well, this is just my junk mail one, and this is just my this, and this is for family. And then people have, like, four inboxes, and it's just they're inundated. So we simplify by going into those old email accounts, and then you go into the settings. It's kind of all works the same. You can look this up online. And then you say to not get rid of that email account, but you just go in and you forward it to your new account, let's say your gmail.com account. And then as you start to reply to people that will send to your old accounts, it'll forward to your new one. And then all you need to do is just reply back from whatever your favorite new account is that you're using or your primary one. And they will learn it because they're not going to go back and send it to your old account. Okay. Gonna, they'll just reply back. They're not going to go back to too hot for you at AOL.com. No, no. That's they're right. just going to be yeah. like, like, you know. Like, okay, it's Katrina Teeple at AOL.com exactly. now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. So, so this Second step, you know, to declutter and start to live a more decluttered life in terms of um, your digital email inbox is you want to um, set up a folder called old inbox. I'm not saying you have to go through every single email in your inbox because okay. that sounds daunting. And I want people to be successful with learning new habits and putting them into action right away. And you can't really do that unless you clear out your inbox. So you don't need to read through every email. You just create an old inbox. And then I say as a general rule, you have to do what works for, you know, use your own brain and what's going to work for you. But I say usually leave about 200 emails in your inbox, the last most current 200 emails in your inbox, and then move everything from beyond that point dated back into this old inbox folder. So it's still living there. It's still there because your inbox is really just a folder too. It's just in an old labeled old inbox folder that if you ever needed to go back to it or you wanted to do more major decluttering, it's over there. 
Nobody did anything with it. It's not deleted. But then you can process properly with the new habits we're going to talk about today, the 200 or maybe the last two weeks worth of email in your inbox. And then you can get it down to zero and see what that actually feels like, even if you have an email pop in in two seconds after you get it to zero. That's okay, but you're so much more on top of it um, you know, than you were five minutes before Right, because it's like you were saying, sometimes you, people, I think, leave things unread because it, it, it's like, oh, that was a reservation I made or I bought tickets to this event or something and I don't want it to get lost in the shuffle, yes. so you leave it unread. But instead, we should be just processing those and then knowing that they remain. Yeah. They, they'll still be there. And then also just think about, we we have a concept or we have a, you know, a way of a saying that we say, is, oh, I'm going to check my email, check my email, check my email. No, we need to process our email because if you're checking it, that just implies that you're looking at it and not really doing anything with it. So it's better. There are certain things that you can check while you're in the line at the grocery store or, you know, you have a moment uh, while you're at the doctor's office waiting. Um, yeah, you can you can kind of check and triage and handle a few things, but in a very short amount of time. But there's lots of emails that you need to set aside processing time. And so I, instead of so checking my folder? Uh, yes. So there's another folder that I recommend that will work for everybody on my system, which is called the action folder. And the action folder is really for things that you can't deal with in the moment. Like if you can't, if you only have 10 minutes to deal with your email inbox, then don't choose to do something that you're going to be rushed with. So let's say we were talking, Jenny, you know, yesterday on the phone about if you have a contract that you need to look over, that's probably going to take you more than five minutes or or it's not something that you're just checking in, looking at your mm-hmm. email for and dealing with right there on the spot. So you would take that out of your email inbox and put it into that action folder. Now, the trick with the action folder is, you know, I don't want everybody to have tons of different to-do folders, but technically the action folder is going to be your one to-do folder and then kind of every other folder that you know you ever make for your email inbox should just be reference. It's like going back in case you needed something okay. to reference it. And so the action folder you do need to check on a regular basis. You need to be going in there like at least once a day to try to, you know, get those higher level thinking emails that are more difficult to respond to out of your way. You say you make your inbox where only new and unread messages live. Yes. So, like, Heath is the the example. Yes. Well, I, and I, Go, babe. I, I like keeping... <laughs> what I do you do? It doesn't bother me to have mine all still in here that I've, I've read. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I actually... It doesn't... Because I check mine. I, I, I hate having tons of... E- like, I, I check my emails and... Right. I'll go through them. Anytime I look at it, I'll go through there. And if it's something I need to read, I always just mark it as as a flag. I flag the ones. Yeah. I delete the ones that I don't need or that are junk. And then I, the ones that I have the that I can make a response to right then, I'll make a response. But the ones that I don't, I just flag and task. And so then before I end my day, I'll, I'll sit down and I'll have time set aside to go through and do those, wipe them out and be done. Yeah, and that works too. I mean, that is, um, especially if you're kind of already on top of it mm-hmm. and you're functioning like that A-type, you know, with your inbox, that can work too because that's just another way to flag what's needed. Yep. The, the other thing that everybody can use is these four um, Ds, you know, which is how to handle email. Oh, yes. Yeah, so it's like the four Ds is you um, delete, do, delegate or defer um 
And so when you're doing, you're probably doing that. Heath. Mm-hmm. You're like, you're either doing it right there on the spot yep. or you're either deleting it right there on the spot. Or I would say unsubscribe would fall under that category too. Um, or you're delegating it to somebody on your team or your wife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, or you're deferring it, meaning, mm-hmm. you know, I need to re-promise, you know, or deferring it with your, your task little and task and flag. Exactly. So it's something that you can't handle in the moment, but you've read it, you know, kind of what you need to do when you're answering that email and so you're flagging it for for later. Now, one thing that you mentioned too was filtering by sender. How do you do that? How do you set that up? Why do you do that? Yeah, so um, I love to, you know, take some time each week to declutter my inbox properly. And I just say, if you can get to the goal of like zeroing out your inbox once a week, you're winning. So um, what I like to do is if I'm if I'm decluttering uh, my inbox, I like to filter by sender. So you go into your search field and then you just, let's say everything from shop bop, okay? Don't sign up for that first of all, but- <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I, don't, I don't sign up for that, but I'm just saying a lot of people sign up for or like Zara, you know? Uh-huh. Like, and just say, yeah, you like, if you're a person that really loves to have the deals, you know, stop signing up for all those deals in the first place is my first rule of thumb. But if you do have a few of those things that you like to check, but you like to get rid of them on a regular basis, then you search for Zara and then you just literally highlight them all and push the delete button. Uh-huh. So it's just a, a fast way of grouping. And then also when you search by sender, you're not getting distracted by answering emails while you're doing your purposeful decluttering. And that's one of the reasons. That totally happens to me. I Mm. totally get sidetracked. And that's one of the reasons why I tell people to um, keep their inbox clean. Because if I'm trying to respond, you know, to an email, and then I see a whole bunch of other things like populating and coming in that I haven't handled or I, you know, that's one of the setbacks I think of having like flags in your inbox is because I kind of want it out of my way. So like, I would just say this to you, Heath, just, just as a devil's advocate, you know, um, if you're flagging things in your inbox, then they're still there kind of like, um, chatting away at your brain, like, Ooh, I need to do this. I need to do this. And maybe that's a good thing sometimes, but I would say try putting it in the action folder and training your brain to go to the action folder so that you can see all the things that you need to do kind of all together instead of them you know populating and 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 kind of speaking to your unconscious while you're trying to do something else in your inbox does that make sense yes well i guess it's that I, I handle those when i'm in front of my computer because they come up on the side so mm. they're all in one little spot it's almost like oh, in like one Outlook? little yeah it's almost in like one little inbox on the right side all the task flagged ones it's oh, not it's like, almost like it creates an action it does. folder yeah, for yeah, you it, it's got it up over here yeah okay well then and that's when i go over there and and i wipe them out and and get them done have you ever heard of unroll.me yes so i love that that helped me that's how i was that i think that had a lot to do with me getting rid of of my issues on my phone hold on a second yeah what's unroll.me yeah it it basically it's a service that you can um you you pay you pay a little bit oh really i thought there was a pay free yeah if you go to unroll.me Type in your email address. What they do is go through there and search all of, you know, you've got tons of these subscriptions, stuff you're subscribed to and all this. Yeah, and things you didn't even sign up for. Things you didn't even sign up for and all that. And what they do is they create you an Unroll Me folder. Mm -hmm. So instead of you getting like 100 emails a day that are crap, they'll put you can either decide to unsubscribe from them or put them all in that folder so you get one unroll me email a day yeah. that you could click on that and go through that if you want to look at them. Versus and you can unclick, you know, and you can if unsubscribe you, mm. and all of that. So about every three months, I go to unroll.me and I, because they'll say you have 43 new subscriptions you're subscribed to. Go to see if you want to yeah. unsubscribe 
or add them to your enroll me folder and that's how my email stays very clean clean yeah because that that helped a lot i love i love enroll me and i think i had a 211 subscriptions yeah when i signed up and you didn't even sign up for all those so it's just it's such a in this day and age everybody needs that service because that's a great tip that's a great Great tip. I, for me, my I was really, really excellent about it when I was working at a regular job where you go in at a certain time, you leave at a certain time, you have, it, it's almost like naturally blocked out for you. Mm-hmm. For me, my inbox situation became much more overwhelming when now I'm splitting my time between coming here and doing the podcast or doing a video project one day or I'm and seeing an event one day, but I'm trying to be present with my daughter and I'm trying yes. to like be there with her, but I'm also like, oh my gosh, this stuff's piling up. And I it, it created a lot of chaos internally because mm-hmm. I want to be so present with my family like I used to be because I would go to work, do my work, come home, do my home. And yeah. now they're all like the intention was to have more time with family, but what's actually happened. Yeah, you're responsible for for everything yeah. all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So do you um you were saying you had some tips about like um being a parent and managing your email yes. and such. Yes. Well a couple things to what you said um that are coming up to my mind are um, first of all, just to be transparent, like I share my email inbox with my two office managers. So I have a, I have a team, I have um, eight people that work for me. And so I know this isn't possible for everybody right now, but it's something I worked up to. And just, just if you are an entrepreneur out there and you, uh, uh, whether you're a, a mother or not, I think one of the great things is if you can get to the point where you can even have somebody, you know, helping you one to two days a week, you know, part-time, Find a person that you trust and allow. I'm a big advocate of allowing them to get into your email inbox. So I had an I had kind of an assistant since the first year I started my business 15 years ago, and I have always just kind of thought that it would be helpful to have them in my email inbox. So they actually check my um, Katrina inbox, which is my my kind of personal mm-hmm. slash work one, and then also my um, uh, my work work one where we get all of our appointments and they respond as me as they can and then they respond as them too and we just all have different signatures and it sounds maybe like a little crazy or complicated or oh my gosh how do you do that but I don't really have anything personal that I want anybody to read Mm -hmm. so I don't care so it's like if you can get to that point where you can give it up and you do have the help like please like allow somebody access to Mm -hmm. even have your email on their phone like I don't care I've been doing it for 15 years and it's totally life-changing because I just spend so much less time doing email um, and I am more present with my family because I know that somebody that I'm paying, like I have full time, Mm -hmm. but uh, somebody that I'm paying to check my email. But if you're not at that stage in your life, let me go back to what your your question was, which is what do you do if you have a side hustle or now you're newly employed um, for yourself is I like we said, don't check your email all day long. Mm-hmm. I I have like usually two times a day, one's um, at nine o'clock after I drop my kids off from school. And then um, another one is usually around um, four o'clock in the afternoon when my kids have like a little bit of TV time. And so um, I, I do that and I purposely look through my email and I process email during those two times so I'm not like in and out of it all day long and then I do look at it usually like before I wind down for the evening Mm -hmm. again and so that works for me but I have two main times I check it um, and process it and and set aside like 
30 minutes. So before I get home, for instance, from work or before I pick up my kids, I will get to wherever my destination is going to be for that for the day. Like if I need to get pick up my kids from work at 3, I get there at 2.30, stay in the parking lot, and I just have super focused quality email time. Like, And I can bust out so mm-hmm. much work in just 30 minutes like parked in my car anywhere from mm. my phone. Yeah. I love that. Babe, see, I was kind of onto something with my new rule I made for myself. What's your rule? I made this new like schedule because I was finding myself constantly like or checking for responses and things like mm-hmm. that. So now I set my alarm three times a day and that's when I stop everything and check my email. Yeah. It's not perfect because then sometimes it'll coincide with like, oh, we're podcasting and Jenny's alarm goes off. Hold on, I got to check my email. No, but, um, but it just helped me to know that there is going to be a time that I've set aside and I have 30 minutes yes. on each, like at the top end of the day, yeah. noon and then evening. And so how I you, like that. How you also train, how you respond to people is how you train them that you're going to respond to them. So if you're a person that writes back to somebody like within two minutes of receiving it, Yes, that is kind of amazing for that person, but then they're going to expect that from you all the time. And then when you can't do it because life happens or, you know, I travel a lot and I I try to give my 100% focus to my clients that I'm working with in the moment. And so I'm not going to be able to sustain that. So mm-hmm. I try to do like the 24-hour rule as much as possible. Um And uh, the other thing I was going to say, too, is on your phone, Jenny, one of the things that I like to do is I make certain clients or certain people in my, like, VIP on the iPhone. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. So you can make people a VIP. And so if they send you an email, you will get a message alert on, like, a banner on your iPhone so that if there are just, like, three people that you don't want to miss an email from or I've got, like, some clients where I just... Oh, that's cool. I didn't know that. That's really cool. And then that way you don't need to worry about checking it ever because, I mean... Aside from those set times. Yes, checking your email aside outside of the set times for email processing time. So I would I would utilize that. It's it's it makes things pop up with a star and it actually has like a little folder for VIP very important. I'm gonna add you to my VIP. I'll make you my VIP here. (laughs) Um, I'm scared of giving somebody that power over me. Like, oh no, they're the star person. I have to respond. They don't know. It's just for you You to know. One one of the one of the things that I that whenever you talk about getting the stuff off that I had um, as well is I call it getting well the Harvard Business Review did a study on it many years back and it was talking about getting the monkey off your back and passing the monkey on yes and and it's a lot of things that a lot of things waste your time that you're taking on when you don't have to somebody says um, and you know for instance I was in the car the other day and I was talking to this person they're like hey can you help me with blah 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 and um, I said well hey yeah just shoot me an email with that all and as soon as I get there in front of it I'll, I'll handle that now what happens is majority of the time those people never even send me the email so i don't ever have to do it yeah because they honestly didn't want me to do anything a lot of times people don't want you they, they're just trying to throw out things but i put the monkey on them yes to make the next action i was in the car right mm-hmm. so I the chances you and i love that so yeah. the chances of me remembering that when i get there after the two phone calls i'm probably gonna get between my next appointment so, so he feel like you're driving yep. somebody calls you yes and you say could you because if they're wanting something from you they gotta they make should that be able to email it'll you. wipe out 70 percent of your stuff because they'll never even they'll, they'll do it themselves because they can but they just think it's easier to call you with that um mm-hmm. and, and get it off the back but um, 
so w- give us the wrap-up of, of well, some of the stuff I, we've got here today. I know. Well, I think the wrap-up really is going to be through, they need to go to her page and download or, I guess, subscribe to your email list, and then they can get yeah. the full... It's so funny. We're talking about don't subscribe to oh, things, yeah. and I'm asking you to subscribe. But let me let me just tell you this. Obviously, I don't sell your email. And number two, like, really, my, my email um, subscriber list is really to just pump out content for you. And occasionally, we have, like, some deals for, you know, working with me or working with my team but really I want you guys to get free content and free usable tools so I was just going to say if you go to my Instagram which is operation organization and you go into my links um, there is a way that you can sign up for um, my email and when you do that I will give you my five tips which is a much more robust and in-depth version of what we're talking about here on how to declutter your inbox making some folders you know, getting those cleaned up, yes. getting them out, changing that mindset around yes. it. And honestly, in unrollme.com, mm-hmm. I think is a very huge first step to just yes. clean up your whole stuff. Like that's how you go from having the hundred a day that 80 or junk that mm-hmm. really overwhelm you to just the 20 a day that are actually real that you need to do yeah. in a lot of ways. Thanks so, for bringing that up. That was, that was yeah. a hot tip. Yeah. Um, but that's awesome. I, I think decluttering stuff is huge. Everybody needs it because it manages, does everything with time management. Mm-hmm. We got a really cool little, uh, um, we're going to do a regular old second shot headline with you on this next segment. We'll be ah, back in a minute. Okay. makes up words, she translates them. Heath and Jenny host more of Second Shot, coming up on RNCN. To all of my friends in the great state of Texas, if you have not taken advantage, I have a way to save you a ton of money. I have saved over about $3,000 in the last year, and I have no hassle. Go to energyogre.com, put in the promo code Second Shot. Now listen, promo code Second Shot, and you're going to get a free month just for signing up and saving a ton of money. So don't be crazy. Stop sitting around talking about is this the real deal, and go do it right now. Energyogre.com, promo code Second Shot in a free month. Thanks. Go get it now. Run. Ready? Aim. Fire. Second Shot is back for another round on RNCN. When we get into the whole topics around the to do the task and, and the email cleanup stuff, it's like a big pet peeve of mine. Nothing irritates me and gets me more angry than people not doing what they say they're going to do. You talked about that like on it another makes episode. Me mm-hmm. ve- it gets me very... Like, God has also put a lot of people around me that don't do what they say they're going to do, I think for like just testing me <laughs> into a whole nother level. to teach them I'm, uh, Hopefully I'm not one of them. You're talking <laughs> no. about integrity. Yeah, well, yes. well yeah. no, it's not even that. It's just, it's not a, like it almost, that sounds too harsh. It's just like, um, uh, it, it's keeping uh, your word. God puts yes. the people uh, that is, he has put a lot of the uh, people that he's having me help lead and, and, and guide that their struggle is being on task with stuff, mm-hmm. which, you know, it's it not that they purposely patience. don't want to do something that they say they're going to do they just get lost because they don't have an organization to remind themselves to do those things you know what i mean yes and so and and what i've tried to explain is how that overspills into your life of how people will start distrusting you with a lot of things when you can't just do those simple ones yes and it's a big big thing the basics need to be handled that's why i think you really got to take and listen what that last episode and actually take more real i think to the listeners out there that 
this stuff is real makes a massive impact if you're not it builds um, character. It, it, well, it makes people question your character. Mm-hmm. You think, oh, it's a silly thing and I'll find an email. No, understand something. That will spill over to people thinking you can't be trusted with anything. Mm-hmm. And, and if you don't believe me, just watch. Keep doing it and wait till you see how people start reacting with you. Amen. I totally agree, babe. <laughs> we are going to do a, a second shot on this episode. Yep. I know we talked so much about the, the email to-do list, but we want to stay true true to our brand with the second shot. So what is it, Zach? Yes. Uh, how one man's journey with dyslexia might lead to a victory for thousands. The one man in this headline is Texas House Speaker Dennis Bonin. See, Mr. Bonin was... Uh, 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 diagnosed, diagnosed with dyslexia when he was 21 in college. He didn't know he had it until a college English teacher pulled him aside uh, and asked if she'd be okay with testing him. He had no idea. He just knew he struggled. He'd been held back a couple times. Uh, but now, uh, over 30 years later, he is Texas Speaker of the House. He's managed to overcome this and cope with it and deal with it and grow and become a person uh, that, that can work with it. And now he's working on a bill, or I should say, I think he has worked on a bill. I think this actually passed in April, which is crazy uh, to help provide funding for Texas state schools to uh, uh, help better diagnose uh, dyslexia. Apparently, the number of kids in, in, in Texas is a little under 200,000 that are diagnosed with dyslexia in public schools, which, according to estimates, is a woefully short undercount, which is not great. But he's using what he struggled with to help others, like to help them grow and become better people. And I think that's really cool. So, what do you guys think about that? Well, this is something both of you have dealt with, dyslexia, I, both you, Katrina and he. This is such a coinky dink. And yeah. it also goes to, um, you know, uh, prove the point of what you were saying, that so many people do have dyslexia. Yes. Um, I have dyslexia, and Heath shared with me mm-hmm. that he has dyslexia, and so we're kindred spirits. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I, I really think um, that is so amazing because I struggled with dyslexia and, and um, you know, still do. But I feel like it was much more when I was a child and, you know, getting called on to read out loud in the classroom. I was always like, pass or, you know, just didn't like it um, because it was uncomfortable to me. And um, my mother was a special education teacher, so she tried to, like, head it off at the pass. But it's really just a way that your brain works differently. It's just a learning difference. Mm -hmm. It's not a disability. And it's not really even a diagnosis. It's just your brain works a little bit different than than normal average person, but it's really been a gift for me because I feel like it's helped me relate to people. And then also I think about problems and problem solving in a different way. How about you, Heath? Well, that, that's like what Miranda talked about with the Enneagram, with those certain um, numbers of Enneagram stuff that, you know, like she said, like not, a, you know, it's a different way of learning that is uh, that I've seen it and she has seen it as a possibility, right? So like every one of you guys have something that that has you know been a struggle for you in some mm-hmm. way and if you've chose to look at it as a struggle then it's a struggle if you've chose to look at it as it's made you better and a different unique person then it has i mean that's that's one of the things i like about it the way she just described it versus what some other people would describe it as a holdbacks she just described it as yeah. a stepping stone forward yeah right just a that's difference. your mindset and it's also like so many successful people have dyslexia. I think Albert Einstein had dyslexia. There's like oh, a wow. lot of different Jay like famous. Jay Leno had dyslexia. Jay, yes, and yeah, has yeah, because yeah, it never fine. really goes away. It's yeah. just it's just you you learn different ways of, I guess, formatting and figuring out how to you know do, just read a little bit differently and 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 just little tools and tricks. <laughs> I'll tell you what I did. I I didn't really understand what it was. One of my best friends. Um, 
was a really extreme case of it mm-hmm. like really extreme that's how i knew what it was mm-hmm. at an early age like couldn't feel ref- left from right and that stuff and i mean every letter he spelt was backwards mm-hmm. or opposite. i mean it was like oh, really wow. and and so i knew what it was because of that and he went to an- another class right and 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 i didn't and i like people so like i didn't want to go to that because there's only like three kids in that one versus this oh, yeah one. like the resource room or yeah. special Especially, room. And I mean, right. but i didn't know that right i just knew it was a class with not as many people and i wanted to be the class clown so i want to stay with the kids so i never told anybody nobody knew and what i did like in second grade for instance i won the fastest reader award really yes because the teacher would say we're going to read these chapters tomorrow she always went by a desk so I would count the desk and know what chapter I had, what paragraph I was going to be reading. And I would memorize it at night, the night before. Oh my so the next day, called out to leap read, I was smoking the you page up. I did very similar to that. Wow. I mean, I did because I would count also the desk mm-hmm. and then it would really upset me or not upset me or like kind of freak me out and give me anxiety if like somebody wasn't there yes did that ever happen yes. to you yes. the change like, up. like yeah. okay somebody was like sick and then you're like like the, the reading the page fresh that you've never read yes. before like so i wouldn't i wouldn't memorize it but i would read it and become very very comfortable and like ask my mom if there were any words you know that i couldn't pronounce right or mm-hmm. or anything like that and so i've become very comfortable with it and um Yes. So, and, and I think I got very good at just pushing it off of doing something to get it onto somebody else at times and really just defer it. And I looked back because I was trying to figure out, I was like, okay, what are the things that I've done that I think have made me successful? And I look all the way back because I'm a very resourceful person. No matter what roadblock is in the way, I never look at anything as a no mm-hmm. and or whatever. Like, I always think there's some way, like Jenny will tell you, it's like, she's like, you're you're so optimistic with things that it's like, it, I mean, it's bad at I times. I mean, we were in a business meeting. Yeah, give an that, example. That, let me give you an example. We were in a business <laughs> meeting where we both really wanted for this one particular thing to happen. Um, and and the woman told us, like, no. I mean, she flat out said, said no. no, this is not happening. Thank you so much. I love you guys. Um, I read Heath's book. I adore you as a couple. Um, I think you're talented, gifted. However this is what I'm doing and I'm, I'm keeping this to myself and I'm not going to expand in the way that both of you are recommending. And we got out and I was like, oh, babe, I'm so sorry. Like this, you know, we're going to figure something else out. And Heath was like, sorry, what? Oh, oh, we're just getting started. Yeah. Like he did not take this as a negative. I Jenny was, was like, what are you talking about? She said no. She said no. Like she flat out was like, thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> I, can, I can really relate to that too because um, you do. You have to be resourceful when you have dyslexia growing up, and um, and you know even to this day too. I, my husband, um, his name's Philip, and he goes. Oh geez, like he'll just see a spark in my eye, you know. If somebody tells me no, Shout out you to know, Phillip. and you know he just sees a spark, and and I just go, no, there's just a different way around this, you know. I can figure it out, or you know, so many times I'll say like I want to meet so and so on Instagram or something like that, and they're like a really famous person, or I like want to you know get in touch with them, or want to be a brand ambassador for something like that, and people are like, well, how are you going to do that? This person has like four hundred thousand followers or something like that, and I just like take it on as a challenge, and I just. I just try to get real with people, yeah. you know. And what about you, guys? You guys, Zach, Matt, but you have like some different struggles that you help people with now. I mean, that's the thing is what people don't understand is that any struggle you go through, or long thing, or, or anything you go through, is the only way to help people, right? Mm-hmm. It's like a 
uh, M to the Rock, when we had him on the show, you know, he talked about, he said one of the biggest things, if you got a male alcoholic, you need to go find a a male that has just overcame alcohol uh, alcoholism mm-hmm. in order to help them because it, it's somebody who's been through it can really help. That's tough uh, for me, Matt. You want to... Your dick's like, uh, do you want me to share all this kind of stuff? Um, No, I think I can definitely look back at the the stuff that I struggled with. I wouldn't call it something that I... um, That uh, it it wasn't like dyslexia that was something that was internal to me. It was more just um, like I I always struggled with uh, keeping on time, turning things in, procrastinating. Like school was easy for me in the sense mm. like I was really good at tests. I, I knew the material, but I always just, you know, fiddled around and I and I would forget to turn in in work. And so I look back on all the the frustration and the trouble that caused me, whereas, you know, I could have graduated like at the top of my class and instead I you know, I was I wasn't a bad student, but you know, I could have done much better. And so I, I think back to how that has shaped me into like really kind of trying to care about that stuff and stay on top of that and knowing that's that's inside of me that could easily come out at any moment and rear its ugly head and 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 make a, a big problem and, and work and I try to fight against that as much as I can but it's not it's not exactly the same but it, it that's that that has been my struggle for my life like my, Zach Zach can teach but now people. you're totally on top of it yeah like I now try to be, you yeah. are someone although we still need to find out about Spotify. <laughs> No, you're right. People you're were right. asking if we're on Spotify, um, but but know. you're very you're very much on top of it, and so you know that that that's something that you had needed to work on. And now, as somebody who works with you in a professional capacity, you're on time. If you are, if something happens where you're not able to get an email out, it, it, the next email comes with an apology and explanation, which is always valued instead yeah. of just pretending like it didn't yeah. happen. You know, you're you. I think have. You know, you've solved the problem. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Zach and Zach can teach all the men out there how to keep a woman happy for nine years without having to propose to her. Oh my god. Oh, without having. You mean yeah. uh, it's the gift of getting Zach, to propose? Zach can teach people how to take a gag about dating somebody for nine years. <laughs> your favorite podcast host yeah. not letting it go. Now I um, real quick uh, struggle. I, I got one. Yeah, I have a I have a trick here. My right ear. Uh, I cannot hear nearly as well out of my left ear. Uh, it's it's uh, a progressive hearing loss. It's not going away. It's always been there, uh, and it's a bummer. Uh, I, you know, I didn't think I'd work in audio growing up. I definitely thought that wasn't going to happen. Um, and and fortunately, through technology, things work out where like I can manage completely fine with it, and and seem to have made a living out of it. But growing up, like all it did was encourage me to come out of my shell and sit in the front of the classroom so yeah. I could hear. I had no because, idea about yeah, that. Thank you yeah, for sharing um, that. It's and it's funny now. Uh, I, I still deal with it, but uh, I call it. I it, since it's my right ear, I call it my George Bailey ear, right? Yeah, ear, yeah, yeah. Which lands great for the fifty-five and up crowd. So that helps me. <laughs> I know. I'm like uh, I don't get. I don't right. Know. Yeah. It's it's a wonderful <laughs> life reference. To, it's a wonderful life. I don't know. But but yeah, that that's my thing. Uh, and, and yeah, all it all it did was encourage me to try to lean into conversations, to sit closer, to yeah. try to hear people better. When you and probably I think wanted to be the shy kid. Naturally. Oh my gosh. Yeah. He's uh, still, still kind of. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 So so ultimately like it helped me come out of my shell in a weird way. So yeah, that's my thing. There you With go. I uh, you yeah. know, it's funny we sit here and and do this each week and I love that we continue to learn more about each other and yeah. that the audience gets to learn more about each, you know, individual on the show. So yeah, cool. that's one of those things. I know I can't. I can't hear you out of this side at all. Yeah, <laughs> it's great. That's fine. We'll we'll maximize the Please. other side. Yeah, audio balancing. <laughs> it's important. Thank you, Matt. 
Okay, perfect. So I want to make sure that Katrina, people can go to your Instagram page, Operation Organization, yeah, right? Uh-huh. And that's where they can get the um, the full tips to declutter your inbox. It's yeah. like a step-by-step. Yeah. I went on and got it myself, printed it out. It's I, like PDF you can keep yeah. for forever. And, um, and also, you know, I also have a lot of other resources there. I have like a to-do list management um, resource as well. So, you know, if you sign up, I'll definitely see it and I'll just send it to you to download. Cool. Perfect. Thank you so yeah. much for coming. And on. I do have a lot of dancing videos on my Instagram. I just have to say, it's not so, just all yeah. about organizing <laughs> chickens. And I do do very mediocre dancing to my favorite music in the morning for my bathroom. Yes. <laughs> and she's going to be it. on our next episode talking about to-do list management. This is selfishly for me because I'm really like loving this kind of content right now. But I think you guys are going to love it too. So that'll be up in the next episode. If you want to find me, JennyAnchondo.com on all social media. Jenny and Chondo and then um, I'm in the second shot group by the way the the giveaways have been going crazy we did the the giveaway with a coaching session with Miranda and then Heath's books let's see I think there might still be like two days to enter that's on the second shot Instagram page instagram.com slash second shot thank you so much (laughs) well at Apple Zagintosh on Twitter and Instagram uh, Facebook.com slash group slash second shot. Come hang out. We're having a good time. Uh, you can find me at Matt Stoker one on Instagram as well dog as videos. in the dog yeah. videos. You can see uh, photos of my recent uh, day trip out to Arkansas, which was so exciting. Ooh. Um, all sorts of things to find there. And you can find me on the Facebook group as well. Ed Heath Oaks at Ignorance on Fire on all the platforms as usual. Glad to be back. And I love you guys. And we'll see you next time.